Hello, and welcome back to the TCT Podcast, where it may be a new year, but it's the same dumb conversations. I'm Drew, and with me for this episode are Delson and Moose. Hey guys, Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New, new year, year, I think. You think? I think. You think it's a new year, or you think it's happy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I well, mean, how happy can you be when this year is saying that 2021? Well, yeah. <laughs> and next year is going to be 2022. Electric Boogaloo. I actually had a totally irrational yet somewhat real fear that when the clock struck midnight on December 31st, my power was going to go out and we were going to end up with Y2K20. <laughs> I don't know why it popped into my head. And of course, I knew it was ridiculous. And yet I could not get it out of my head. My girlfriend and I were watching TV shows on New Year's Eve. And we didn't flip the TV over to like any of the New Year's festivities. We just didn't care at all. And it like, I don't know, 1206 or something. She just turned to me and she goes, oh, hey, babe, it's 2021. I said, are you sure? Check your phone. It could just be January 1st, 2020 all over again. It's just Groundhog Year. It's yes. <laughs> yes. At midnight, you hear, I got you, babe. And then. Or, he, or is it heat of the moment? <laughs> Supernatural. It's, there's, there's, it's an episode where Sam gets Groundhog Dayed by the trickster. And this isn't spoilers because this is like season uh, no, three or four. Yeah, uh, no, I'm and, sure and I've seen like, it. It's just been, the moment. Just and it, yeah, playing. heat of the moment in his motel room. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I think one of my favorite 2020 all over again memes was I, it was simple, but it's like 2020 prestige one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being someone who used to play Call of Duty a lot, I was like, oh, this brings back nostalgia because they used the Modern Warfare 2 prestige for it. I was like, oh. That one's really going to hit. I uh, I have no idea what any of what you just said means. So That's okay. That's perfectly I fine. never played the Call of Duty games, and I can't stand them. So You're not missing out on a whole lot. I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, so was Santa kind to you guys? Did um, Oh, yes. Did, did you get some nice things? I think my favorite part for like the holidays was making cookies for Santa Claus. And I, I enjoyed getting to do all that. Like this was the first year that I actually made cookies for Santa on my own. Like I had no parents, no grandparents to help me. It was just me in the kitchen making it by myself. And of course I offered to my siblings. None of them came. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I did the batch three times. So I had tons of sugar cookies like this is supposed to make about 24 two and a half inch cookies and i did it three times i ate every single cookie by myself except for a few which i gave to my parents and i do not regret a thing mostly because i had <laughs> already taken my out <laughs> for santa no, no 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 i left them out like i i made some specifically for santa but the ones that he didn't eat, I finished eating, of course, because, you know, it's rude not to just finish it. Like, they're starving children in uh, uh, Antarctica. There we go. Uh, hold, and, hold on. Uh, what, what did you say? <laughs> hold on. Don't question it. There are starving children in the North Pole. So yeah, I, Santa I, keeps it that way. <laughs> so I'm proud of it. I, the, the cookies were good. So what about presents? Did you guys get any new gaming stuffs? 
all my gaming stuff I bought for myself because my girlfriend doesn't really know that much about anything that I do. Same. And it's not that I don't tell her. It's just that she has no idea what to do. And so I saw a few other Destiny gifts given and I was like, hey, if you see these things, this is a good idea. Or like the Destiny cookbook or something, because like that is two of the things I enjoy most is like gaming and cooking. And so I'm like, this is like the perfect crossover. So my girlfriend got me uh, actually a couple of gaming related items. Uh, I, I remember probably back in November sometime, she sent me a message on Facebook and she said, hey, babe, what class do you play in Destiny? What's your what's your logo? And I was like, oh, well, it's the one that looks like three, three points. And she goes, Hunter. I said, yeah. And she's like, OK, that's all. You can forget we had this conversation now. <laughs> and I went on Discord and I said, I think my girlfriend's getting me a Destiny t-shirt for Christmas. Uh, turns out it was not a Destiny t-shirt. It was a Destiny travel mug that nice. has the Hunter logo on it. It's actually oh. pretty cool. I, I think you had sent pictures and I honestly, yeah. I was like, you know, if anyone had gotten me any Destiny merch for Christmas, I think a coffee mug would be like the most appreciated because you can bring right. that anywhere you go any time of mm, the yeah. year. Like a t-shirt, it's like, yeah, if you're cold you're generally going to wear a jacket or something over it and it's hidden if it's a hat you know if you don't want to wear those inside most of the time because at least how i was raised is disrespectful yep but a coffee mug you can take that everywhere to well, everything it's funny that you say about a t-shirt though because she actually did get me a t-shirt as well um it's just a plain black t-shirt um size large i hope it's big enough um <laughs> Because I've gained a little quarantine weight. Oh, same. But uh, it's just a black t-shirt and in gray text, it says, sure, right after this raid, though. Yes, I saw. Yeah, you did. I remember you sent a picture of that. I'm like, oh, that is classic because there's been so many times that I've been in the middle of a raid and my girlfriend's calling me. She's like, hey, can you do this for me? I'm like, I am in something that I cannot pause because she's really like the whole, well, can't you just pause it meme? I'm like, oh, nope. you're not a mother. You're my girlfriend. I'm not liking this dynamic. Uh, that made me think of uh, recently I was doing a raid with some friends and one of the guys I play with, his kid is asking for him to like go follow him to show him something. And he's like, give me just a second. And his son goes, no, your seconds take forever. <laughs> it's like the was last I, two minutes I, of the football game. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I got any other gaming stuff. I did have some gaming stuff on my Christmas list for my mother, but we couldn't go to Christmas at my parents' house mm. because the state she lives in basically banned everybody from outside from coming into the state. And, and it would it would bankrupt her to send all of our gifts to the individual <laughs> children because she has six of them to deal with oh. and grandkids and significant others. So um, fair. I'm going to open Christmas gifts whenever I get a vaccine and I can go <laughs> to her house again. But I'm not complaining. It's, you know, it's it's the things we have to deal with during the whole world crisis that we're going on with. And yes. I, I, everyone has their own stories like that, honestly. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, it, it does suck. But um, on my note for gifts, I was actually so one of the things I was happiest about is I got a new mouse and keyboard which I'm very happy with. I have a mechanical keyboard now, so everyone can hear the clickety-clack all the time. <laughs> it's wonderful. Please don't. But 
I I was given a donation, well, a Christmas gift from one of our good friends, the same person who built Moose's computer. I was sent an i5-6600, well, an RGB power supply, uh, an SSD, and then also he had sent me a 2070 RTX. Damn! How do I get on this list? uh, And the best part? He sent me one of those Saint-14 rubber duckies. Yes, I was so excited for you to get that. I knew about that, like, since he bought it. He bought it, like, a couple months ago. And he's like, yo, this is what I'm sending Delson. I'm like, he's gonna love that. A Saint-14 rubber duck? Uh, Yeah, yeah, so I actually Uh, have that uh, in the case. uh, Hold, please. (laughs) When I saw that in the box, I was like, man, fuck the rest of this shit. I got a rubber duck. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is awesome. And I want the rest of them now. I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to have to pick up the rest of these because they're See, there's adorable. There's a Drifter one, and I don't know which other ones there There's are. a Drifter, there's an Eris, there's a Cade. Um, these are all from Numskull. Tubbs cosplaying okay. duck collectible. Yep, yep there's that's a, the one. Yeah, so, so there's a Cade, there's a Shax, a Sweeperbot, Eris, Saint-14, Drifter, and Stranger. My God. <laughs> and they're all adorable so i have this little guy oh there's a sweeper bot oh my god yeah i have him sitting on my psu shroud right next to my graphics card and it's adorable he's just watching over my computer and it's the best thing so i was very happy with that so i ended up getting a hold on it's right beside me it is the entire works of hp lovecraft all bound in one book Oh, little light reading a little bit. Uh, It's it's (laughs) I love that because he's like the table of contents is so long just because his stories aren't long at all. Like the table of contents is like four or five pages. I have never read Lovecraft. Uh, He what he didn't get popular when he was alive. And so the only medium he really stuck to was basically like short stories published in magazines and small novellas. So most of the longer pieces that are have Lovecraftian themes are written by other authors who basically have just run off the same ideas, but have still kind of been included in the folds of Lovecraftian junk. I say junk just meaning stuff. I love Lovecraft stuff. I got a stockpot, which I'm really excited about because I've needed one for some of the soups I've tried to make. I got a couple cookbooks. One's like a page a day calendar, but for recipes and a woman from my hometown has contributed to it. So that was pretty cool. I got socks that have poutine and Hawkins cheesies on them. Hawkins cheesies (laughs) are a very Canadian version of Cheetos, basically. Um, I didn't think they were sold in the States at all, but apparently Delson tells me that there are some sold up there or down there yeah and honestly so from a very american person if you only eat like basic cheetos i prefer cheesies if cheesies had cheddar jalapeno i would say screw cheetos i'm going with cheesies all the time and that's that's the thing hawkins cheesies are literally only just that they don't have multiple flavors they just do the one thing because they've kind of been in, they're, they're in that like if you're gonna do something do it well kind of deal and so yeah they've done that pretty well <laughs> yes they have but yeah it wasn't a huge haul or anything i got myself a few games from the holiday sale and then just a bunch of shortbread because i really like shortbread yum so yeah i bought myself a new router oh i got um a router some, 
Rooter, a rooter. Got a little rooter there, bud. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was more excited for the things I was giving my girlfriend than the things that I got from anyone else. So. Oh, God, you're so fucking wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me sick. <laughs> Okay, but I'm going to talk about one of the gifts I got because I was actually really proud of it. So there's a board game called Black Fleet. It had a limited Kickstarter run a couple years ago. It didn't really go into full production. Just I don't know why I'm not really versed on the history of this game. I just know that my girlfriend played it once and she's like, I love this game. I need to own it. And so I said, okay, cool. So we looked for it and it's like $100 US plus shipping, which is ridiculous to up here. And so I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen for a while. And then one night I was up super late, just kind of vibing, couldn't sleep. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a look online, see if there's anything new that's come up for this. There's a tiny little game store in Illinois that was selling it for $25 used. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't care if it's used or not. It doesn't matter. And so I have a buddy who lives in Iowa and I was like, okay, I know he works. um, I don't know what he does, but I know he works nights. And so I messaged him and I said, hey, I need your help on something. I'm shipping something from Illinois to you because, oh, yeah, also it doesn't ship outside the U.S., So, of course. Right. So I was like, I need this to get shipped to you and then I'll pay you and you can ship it to me. And he's like, don't worry about the shipping to you. Just get it to me and I'll take care of it. And I was like, oh, okay." And so I paid the eight dollars to ship it to Iowa. And then he paid much more than it should have been to ship it up here. I got it on the 29th and gave it to her that day. And yes, it was very nice. She was very happy about it. And it said used condition and it like part like a corner of the board had a little bit of a smush to it. But other than that, the game's in like perfect condition. That's good. Mm hmm. So that was that's definitely a fucking steal. So to move on from board games to, you know, video games, I noticed that Star Wars Rogue Squadron was on sale in the PlayStation Store, so I picked that up for like 23 bucks and was happy about it. Uh, hold on, I just want to make a very important clarification. Are you talking like the new game Squadrons or the Rogue Squadron that came out like oh. almost decades ago? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. It is Star Wars Squadrons. Is okay, the game. I just I, I just wanted to make it mixed that. up in my head. I do too, and I just wanted to make sure no one else was. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, uh, I am stupid. Everybody, uh, it's Star Wars Squadrons, and let's face it—I mean, it's basically a flight sim for X-wings. And yes, please, I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. care if it's just a flight sim; it's amazing. <laughs> um, I have yet to play it because oh, you're missing out. I, it's good. Uh, I so on uh, December twenty seventh. I uh, teamed up with Dreadnought and uh, a couple other really awesome people and did my finally did my apparently not awesome enough to remember their names. Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, it was five other people. (laughs) You mean four other people? It's okay. We can. Oh, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, there were there were five because I did drop partway through. So (laughs) Uh, wait, did you? Yeah, I was there for the beginning, and I know that you would have remembered me there at the end because I would have screamed when I heard you getting eyes on your first try. <laughs> Delson, I don't want to hear anything about how many freaking rocket launchers you have. So, I do not care and never will. <laughs> so, so fun fact, Drew. Okay, so 
with this current week, this leaves 18 attempts to have gotten the exotic. I have 35 clears, but I have gotten the rocket launcher five times already. I have gotten the exotic rocket launcher 100% of the time. <laughs> then again, you've only cleared it once. I said what I said. <laughs> Moose is just upset because he doesn't have one. I'm not going to complain and I'm not going to rub it in anybody's face. I thought it was really great. That is, I, I, I do really like when people get it on their first try. That's really it's awesome. It's definitely something special. Like everybody oh, made yeah. a big deal out of it. It was cool. Like, but, hey, what's uh, this yellow thing on the floor? So that's what I did on the 27th. Since that day, I don't think I've logged into Destiny a single time <laughs> because I have been playing. I am now about 40 something hours into uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I started over from scratch and I am absolutely loving it. It is such a good game. I don't know why I never finished it the first time I tried to play it. <laughs> but oh yes i do it was because of destiny i think i'm getting close to the end of the storyline which i'm psyched about i don't know when the new game is going to be released but i hope it's soon because i want to keep playing it's <laughs> fantastic it's so good but um yeah i suppose as soon as i finish that i'll switch over to star wars squadrons and start playing that um right i don't know what kind of story is involved with it but i've played uh, it, like two it, hours of it and it doesn't really feel like there is much of one um you just fly missions yeah you just fly a lot of missions because it's all like hey this is what's going on we have to do this and it's like oh okay go shoot these ships and then you get like a little bit of character interaction between missions okay do you play as both sides or do you have to yes. choose yes no you play as both but it is it is not just quite the same as like hey get in this ship and shoot things you can customize your fighter to like what kind of shields it has if you're in an x-wing the tie fighters don't have shields but like you can choose what kind of engine you have so that fine tunes how your acceleration and your top speed is you can customize what kind of weapons you've got because you've got a primary and secondary. So you can choose what kind of lasers you have and what kind of ordnance you have for your secondary. You can choose what kind of anti-rocket stuff you've got. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you can customize. Jeez. Now yeah. this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I, I do appreciate that there is some customization. So it's not just you clicking into missions all the time. Like, depending on what's going on, if you can glean information or if you play a, a mission and fail, then you can Make go changes back and try and fix it. Exactly. You can tweak things to be like, oh, I need this kind of gun because there's this kind of thing. Cool. I know that now. Uh, sometimes the game isn't great at giving you that information. So you kind of have to, if you're not too great at something, you have to like fail to find out how to be better, which in those games, I hate those kind of games. Like I just, a bit of a tangent i just played inside like a week or so ago because it was free on the epic uh, store and it's one of those games that's like oh sometimes disgusting. you have to die to i i really enjoyed it actually it was kind of gross at the end but like i love it is the very game. gross at the end <laughs> um have you played uh limbo nope limbo oh you absolutely should i didn't know i, I read in the thing i, I only got inside because it was free honestly but now i'm probably gonna find limbo and get it <laughs> i limbo's probably five dollars if that oh, okay yeah i mean it's it's old now right yeah but 
it is one of those games where uh, normally I do get bothered by, uh, whoops. Oh, guess I was supposed to jump there. Now I'm dead. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, now that I'm at this spot, I know that I have to wait at the edge of this screen for something to go by now. Like, yes. Limbo was not that at all for me. It did not frustrate me. It was beautiful. And the story, in so much as it has a story, is actually really elegantly told. And it is it is just super fun to play. And it's I I want to say it's harder than inside, but I could be wrong about that. I never actually played inside, so it's hard for me to gauge. But Limbo was one of those games where it well, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's like old school video games, you know, where you're simply learning a mechanical set of skills, right? You're if you played the game exactly the same every time you would win every time, right? Because there's no RNG. It is 100 percent predetermined. And as long as you do the right thing at the right time, you will win. But that's kind of cool. And I like those games. It's beautiful. I like those games that aren't super hard. So like I never like I'm just stuck beating my head against a wall, but like also still pretty fun. Like in inside there were like, have you played inside? I have not. No. Oh, okay. Okay. It's still really fun, but also kind of challenging in some bits. Uh, Storm, one of the warlords, he was watching me play the game at one point because I was streaming in the server and there was a spot that I was just not having a good time with. And so we tried every little combination of little things to change in the in how I was going about this thing. And in the end, we got it. And I was like, oh, I just felt so relieved to actually get it done. Like one thing, too, is like there's no health level. There's no breath level because there are some underwater bits. So like you kind of have to time it when you're going to drown because there's no little bar showing your breath after anything like that. So there's a little bit of a little bit of big braining that has to go into it. But otherwise, it's a really fun game. Yeah, it's I, I would imagine so. Those, it's like, a, couple, it's like uh, a couple hours, so like super short, but definitely a lot yeah. of fun. On that topic of spiritual sequels to <laughs> games that we love, we were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago with Jet about the game Hades and how it is right. a spiritual successor to Bastion from Supergiant Games. And I, on on recommendation from Jet, I bought Hades. And oh my God, that game is <laughs> phenomenal. Super fun to play. It is beautiful. The music is fantastic. The story is cool. The dialogue, the the whole logic behind why do you play it over and over and over again is really great. I just I I really, really enjoyed and I'm glad I spent the 20 bucks or whatever it was for the game, including the soundtrack. So good going, Jet. You uh, you you scored a convert on that one. But (laughs) Delson, you've been playing anything fun? Um, I've been playing three games lately. That's Destiny 2. Never heard of it. (laughs) it's, It's from this really shoddy developer called Bungie. They're kind of, and not a lot of people hear of them. Have they um, made an actual good game ever? Just kidding. So Delson, why have you been playing a lot of Warframe recently? You know, I wouldn't know. It could just be because I have the like slightly different Sherpa blue that apparently is called <laughs> Warlord. But congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, 
mostly the games I've been playing are Genshin, Warframe, and Destiny, but I've been putting a lot of time into Warframe lately. Uh, I've been catching up on a lot of things back in it, because ever since I was put in position of the PC Warframe clan, which has been non-existent for quite a while now, I have to completely restart it, so it's branching out entirely onto PC for this game which feels like it's a lot to take on because it's not as easy as what other Warframe leaders have where it's they'll be managing a clan that's already existing. Having to start one off completely fresh with new people is a little more difficult. And I do have plenty of people who've been playing Warframe to help out and get this stuff done. And it's been absolutely wonderful. And I'm very thankful for all of it. But it's been taking a lot of time. I've been playing it daily for at least a few hours. Because I had to deconstruct everything in the dojo. Which is pretty much just for anyone who doesn't play Warframe. It's basically like a community hub for each clan. And you can customize how it's built. You can change up where the rooms are, how everything is laid out. You can have multiple floors, but in it there's research labs and there's like dueling rooms and there's cool stuff that you can do in there. And it's also used for trading with other players. So I completely deconstructed the old one, just built up a new one, sold a bunch of the stuff that I had in game just to get this stuff done so I can actually work on things. But it's been fun and I'm just happy to actually have a reason to play the game again because I've been on a hiatus from it for quite a while. Do you have players? Uh, ha have players joined the new? I have. Only ones who I have personally talked to. There have been a few players from the clan who are like, okay, look, we'll download Warframe and we'll help out. But I have not started recruitment yet and I don't plan on starting recruitment for another week or two because... I need to feel like I'm at a point where I'm situated with everything that is going on inside of the game because it's not like Destiny where the clan is basically run through Discord. Whereas in Warframe, it's an entire in-game community. So I have to manage all of that and it's a lot to go through. And all the other warlords are being really helpful, sharing all the resources that they have. And it's been really fun. Well, that's great. And I'm sure the clan is going to be better off having you to help lead it. So congratulations again. So let's move on to Destiny. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about, but... So we had a new quest dropped in Destiny as of uh, this past week. And uh, I unfortunately have yet to play it because I am so busy with Horizon Zero Dawn. But I understand that both of you have played it. Um, why don't you tell me? Uh, I mean, you don't have to spoil anything for us, but uh, maybe give me your impressions of it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it's hard to not get spoilery with it because that's all the quest is, is just spoiler stuff. But <laughs> I was also afflicted with the bug that this quest has. There is loot that is not dropping for it, and I oh, did no. not get the loot. So, <laughs> so actually, about that, I was informed something about it. So, okay. the quest reward says that you will get this specific drop, 
like most quests say like hey you will get this and then at the end of it you get it uh, what this is actually saying is hey you have a chance to get this but oh. you can re but you can, you can the rerun quest. it yes cool. so okay. now it's you just do it over and over again and oh. you have the chance to get it oh, okay because there was a bungee help tweet on the fifth that said we are investigating an issue where some rewards are not dropping from completion of the high celebrant mission yeah so what i was ended up being informed with was the fact that it's probably just a random drop over the course of doing mm. what this quest pertains to okay. since it's it ends up just becoming a normal activity that you can do the quest is just more story based okay but it becomes like a normal thing like how when you run through a campaign you end up doing those missions later as a strike hmm. it's pretty much like that okay interesting that makes more sense now but no, I really enjoyed it. I liked how the quest resolved. I'm really interested to see how that goes forward because of other things that weren't really addressed by the quest. This is really frustrating to talk about. Okay, you know what? Talking uh, about so, spoilers. Uh, okay, I, 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 now it's even more obvious that I haven't played it at all because I, I haven't watched any gameplay of it. I'm not. Right. It's not that I don't want to be spoiled. I just. Uh, if it's all exposition, then sure, let's talk about it because okay, what else are cool. we gonna do? So we kill the high celebrant. Uh, the name sounds familiar. It's the big. Well, I it's don't the know big why. knight that killed Sagira. Oh yes, okay. And we get Crow back. Um, you know how for the Wrathborn hunts, you have the choices between the four bosses. This adds on a fifth one, which is the high celebrant, and he specifically drops pinnacle gear as well as you know, like the first few ones. But the quest is you go after him, you end up going back and forth in between the Ascendant Realms, chasing after him. And you just finally hunt him down. At the end of it, you end up speaking to the spider and he says, you may have one of my prized baubles from in this room. And your guardian <laughs> points at the crow and is like, I want him. And spider's like, no. And you're like, you said I can have one. I chose him. <laughs> and if anything, we know the spider's a man of his word. So he grudgingly agrees to what you had said. But he's now very, he's a very angry boy. And he's like, get out of my shore. But you end up getting the crow. And he's now able to leave the tangled shore. And Glint is no longer a bomb. And it's like, yay, we're right, all but happy. But also, that was one of the things I was alluding to, is that nothing was said about the bomb in Glint. So, like, does Spider still have a finger on the button? Or what happens Let's there? Let's assume no at this point. And if he's being a man of his word, he'd probably get rid of the bomb. Well, I don't know what you're saying about Spider being a man of his word. I remember doing the Broodhold strike. Yeah. And you get to the end of that and the spider's he, like, he well, it, you did it so will, quickly. I guess I don't have to pay you then. He, he did say we will talk about a reward at the beginning of it. He, he didn't say I will give you a reward. It's that we will talk about one. So it's like yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, if he says he will do something, he does the thing. That much we know. It's if he can allude to it, he will. But if he says, "Hey, I'm going to do this," we know he does because he has. For anything where he's like, "Look, I'm going to do this," he did it. Right. Yeah, 
I don't know. It was just I I kind of figured that's what we were gonna do because like, what else in Spider's Lair is actually appealing to us? All it looks like he has is like bombs that look like servitors or something. Like, it, <laughs> there's nothing really interesting in his lair other than crow. So I mean, what if he had a Galhorn? Yo, it's behind one of those doors that's closed. I, all I don't the time. know if you remember one of those quests from a while ago. I don't remember which exotic it was for, but it's like you turn in something to him and you can end up like some of the other choices were like it showed a hadium flake and then another one it, like it had showed a galahorn but you couldn't <laughs> buy any of them oh and it's like bitch i'd honestly probably rather a galahorn at this point no nope, right. i'll take eyes of tomorrow thank you very much <sighs> uh, this guy <laughs> 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 so uh well, that that all sounds interesting. I suppose at some point I should probably play that quest uh, and maybe do some Wrathborn hunts because I've done like three of uh, them so far. Pro tip, when you do the High Celebrant quest, don't kill him too quickly. Otherwise, the quest will bug. Okay, then. So basically, don't lament him. But other than I, that, I don't know I think why so gonna... many people went to lament him. I just took it easy and I'm like, right. look, I'm just going to take an anarchy and use a shotgun to hit him in the face couple times oh i'd like dawn blade anarchy and it was amazing because it's like you don't know how the fights are gonna be half the time you don't know mm -hmm. if he's just gonna be far away and you gotta hit him like why bring a lament if you don't know for a fact you can use it i'll yeah. bring eyes of tomorrow if that does work it yeah i'm pretty yeah, sure he i actually i don't know if he counts as a boss i would assume so he's a yellow bar isn't he well not all yellow bars count as bosses like atrax yes, they do no no, no. atrax during Deepstone Crypt, she actually counts as an ultra oh. because the way that her health bar is tied to the captain. Right. So <laughs> like in Gambit, yeah. if you go across like any regular enemies, like any of the uh, high value targets, they don't count as a boss. They count as an ultra. OK, well, you know what? Wait, let's let's move off of this topic. You know, there has been. There's been a lot of, uh, well, the only thing I can really call it is bitching and moaning about stasis in PvP. Now, I, I know that none of us are huge PvP players, but I kind of want to talk about the concepts, right? And that is, I heard in a video this past week, uh, I believe it was on Ascendant Nomad's channel, and he was talking about people who are complaining because Stasis keeps winning. And, oh, I, if, I, if I'm going to play PvP, I'm going to have to go Stasis, and I'm sick of people going Stasis because they're always winning. And he said, you don't need to nerf Stasis in order to make Crucible balanced again. You just need to change how you play the game. And what he means by that is, yes, Crucible up to now has been a very kind of set thing. Here's how you uh, move around. Here's how you attack other players. Here's how you win in a 1v2. Stuff like that. And all of that is really breaking because of the way that you can play with Stasis. Now... Is a meta change a bad thing? Discuss. No. Absolutely and not. So, 
One of the things that a lot of people had said when Stasis had come out, and a lot of people were complaining about fighting it. And yes, when it had originally come out, there were some very annoying things to deal with, like the whole Warlock melee ability. Yeah, the Warlock <laughs> melee was obviously uh, unintentionally overpowered. Yeah, yeah and, and still even going against plenty of Stasis Warlocks, like I did a couple days ago, it's still really hard to overcome it, but it's a lot easier. You know, half the time, if I get frozen by a warlock, I don't even worry about trying to break the ice. I just sit there because it only takes two seconds, but it's still something that they can use effectively. If they're fast enough, it's a very effective tool. But one of the things that people had talked about is think about back in D1 when the Taken King had come out and we all had new subclasses. It completely changed Crucible. The meta was completely different. And mm. it was amazing. Lots of complaints were thrown around, but it took a while for people to adapt to it. Now, one of the things that I think is the problem with Stasis is not the fact that it's overpowered. I feel like a lot of other supers, like the light-based ones, are underpowered. I love playing Titan. I feel like I can't anymore unless I'm on Stasis. I just feel like everything else is underpowered. And I feel like it's one of the things they just need to tune up. And I know that they had mentioned that they're going to work on the light-based supers and tune them. And I can't wait for it. Now, gunplay is perfectly fine in this. I know 120s are running rampant, but gunplay is fine. I've used lots of weapons that I didn't think I'd actually be able to use a few seasons ago. And I can still manage to stay positive and continue with a win but stasis i feel like either some of it needs to be tuned like the whole shatter dive situations but the rest of it is perfectly fine i feel like just other subclasses need to be tuned to match with it and that's where a lot of the problems come in because everyone is using stasis because everything else generally is feeling lackluster except for a few specific supers that's what I think is going on with it. There's not too much else that I believe is happening other than things needing to be tuned to match with it. Because otherwise, it's just going to continue to reign supreme. Mm. Well, is it even necessarily a question of the classes themselves being unbalanced? Or is it just a question of if you want to beat this, you have to figure out a different way to play? I've come across, well, lots of people using stasis, and I've tried it with every class in every playstyle I know on every subclass, and it's just, a lot of times, it just feels way too weak. Like, the grenades, some of the melee abilities, they just completely change it. It's, if you're gonna make something that, you know, does a burn damage, you need to make it stronger to go with how the overtime freezing from the dusk field grenades will end up freezing you entirely. You get stuck in that for a few seconds, then you get frozen, and then you're screwed for, I believe mm. it's like four or five seconds. You get hit by a fusion grenade, you'll still live after, and you can just continue running away. Either make the damage stronger on those, or just tune back how long you stay frozen from some of the grenades. I know that they tuned down the melee for warlocks because of how fast people were able to get it back, but if you want to make the grenades or other abilities tuned evenly, 
you need to either buff the grenade abilities from other subclasses or you need to reduce the duration from the current stasis ones. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they need a huge change. I just believe cut maybe two at most three seconds off from the default time, which should be about five or six seconds. Right. And it will feel a lot easier. Because still, if you are using what stasis is meant to be used for, to freeze enemies in their tracks so you can be pushing in, you'll be doing fine. But if you're trying to play passively with stasis, you're not going to get too much use out of it. You're waiting for people to stay frozen so that you can push in. But that, I feel, isn't the way that it's made to be played. I just feel like there's just small tunings that need to be done. And obviously, I know the biggest thing... So many complaints about Shatterdive. <laughs> Even I have taken use of it extremely wonderfully, and I enjoy when I use it. I don't feel bad about it. No, I don't care. I have care no problem when I, with Shatterdive. I don't care when I kill four people with one Shatterdive. It's a amazing. Main, so. I feel like they do seriously need to put some thought into tuning it to make it not as prevalent as there is because when one class can instantly shatter all of those something that's made by all of these stasis classes yeah it's really powerful now i feel like if they lowered the range of the damage from the shattered dive so that it would only shatter a couple crystals which i know generally the range isn't too big but if it made it so it didn't chain i feel like that'd be better so that you'd have to aim a little more on trying to hit where your target is frozen in the ice. But that's just an opinion from someone who only plays Crucible, like, (laughs) I don't even know how many hours a week. (laughs) Enough to be able to get a decent chunk of time in it, but not someone who plays it just for the PvP. That's just my opinions from that. Yeah, well, okay. I mean... It's not that I thought that anybody was going to disagree with this idea that we have to get get over it and get good. I just thought maybe there actually might be a little more nuanced discussion around it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess we kind of all agree, and that's cool. Well, I guess um, that kind of ends it for us tonight. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot to discuss, but somehow I have a feeling this is going to be just as long as all the other podcasts. So I guess uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks and hopefully we'll have some real news to talk about. But until then, everybody, happy gaming.